and welcome to Rebel Hearts, a podcast dedicated to women in the music industry and the challenges that they face. Each episode features songs by your new favorite band and where you can find them. Come on, the show is starting. I'll see you guys at the front. Hey guys, and welcome back to Rebel Hearts. This is episode 48. Uh, first of all, thank you guys so much for all the lovely responses to my interview with Aaron Weiss of Me Without You. It was really crazy to get all that positive and supportive response. Um, I'm still overwhelmed by it. It's only been a day, but I really appreciate everybody that listened. Um, so many friends that I know aren't into podcasts or aren't into um, listening for something for an hour or even never listened to my my podcast before you know sent me the warmest and kindest text messages yesterday my instagram story is filled with everybody who mentioned me or was listening so it was really humbling to um, wake up to and see throughout the day so thank you guys so much for all of that support i was terrified as you could probably tell the first 20 minutes of that episode but um, today I do have another guest who is not uh, Aaron or his three-year-old daughter. It's our favorite co-host, Patrick. Hi. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> never. Patrick can never disappoint. <laughs> we had, um, you know, the timing of the Aaron Weiss interview came when I wasn't going to do an episode prior to the interview and a lot of stuff had transpired uh between it and i don't want people to think that i was ignoring anything or not saying any opinions about it so i kind of wanted to start off by saying um one of the first things that i haven't talked about yet just because of all the timing and everything and that's um panic panic at the disco recently kicked out their touring guitarist uh kenny uh, harris i believe his last name is and he was accused of you know, sending inappropriate messages with minors and a lot of stuff on Snapchat. This one girl, I, I don't remember her name. It escapes me right now, but she started a thread on Twitter about her experience with Kenny. And then the floodgate kind of opened and all these women had come forward and mentioned their experiences with him when they were like 14, 15 or just underage. And it was just really scary. And the next day, I'm assuming it was Brendan because Brendan is Panic at the Disco. Let's just call it for what it is right now. But <laughs> it's Brendan at the Disco, y'all. And um, Panic had made a statement very short. It said that um, Kenny was no longer going to be playing with them anymore. And that was it. They haven't come out with a statement since. And it's been over a week. So a lot of people like myself were in support of it. Um, I was a little bummed out because I'm like, you know, t tell the people why he was kicked out. And uh, a lot of people were like, you know. Uh, you guys have seen the news. Um, a lot of people did not believe these women. They didn't understand why they were coming forward now. You know, the same song and dance that we're going with right now. And it's just really unfortunate and really shitty. Um, the one girl received a lot of backlash. There was um, men and women saying that she was making it up and that his Snapchat was hacked at the time of all these messages happening. And she she stood her ground. And I was really, really proud of her, even though I don't know her. And she was saying you know, if it was hacked, he could have said that he could have come forward instead of panic, just kicking him out. Like he could have made his own statement. You know, bands don't just kick out members just for the hell of it. Unless, you know, something happens, unless the band has an issue or somebody in the band does something, you know, they don't just one day wake up and say, you know what? I don't want you in this band anymore. 
And if they do, you know, we don't usually get statements like that. So um, people are still a little bummed out that Panic slash Brendan hasn't really spoken out about it. But a lot of people are in support of the fact that they took care of it immediately and they uh, they wanted fans to feel safe. And I really respect the hell out of that because I've been a Panic at the Disco fan since 2005 and they were my entire life back then. And um, they're they're my entire world until like 2008. And then I kind of just fell off that bandwagon. But they were your screen name. They were my screen name. I was Sam at the disco. Oh my God. Yeah. She was at the disco. I'm no longer at the disco. The disco's closed. <laughs> <laughs> but I did want to just bring that up in the beginning of this episode because I'm not neglecting it. I just, um, I was trying not to make an episode until the Aaron interview happened and I didn't know what else to say. Um, so that was all I wanted to say on that. It, I, I still hope that Brendan or Panic come out with a full statement and they explain themselves just to shut up the people that are saying really negative things or saying, you know, that's not why he was kicked out. Like, obviously, it's why he was kicked out. Why, why else would he be kicked out? <sighs> you know, he was in the band yeah. for like years. So that's something that I definitely wanted to start off the episode with, especially because it um, ties into everything that's going on in the news right now, which is super unfortunate. And um, I don't really want to talk about it on this episode, to be honest with you guys, just because there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on with it. And I feel like if I'm going to talk about it, I want everything to um, be out there. And also, I don't really want to bum everybody out. (laughs) And, um, yeah, so I definitely think that what's going on with panic and what's going on in the news right now are very relevant and it's just really shitty. And I definitely think that we need to take people seriously. And I definitely think that we need to take, um, survivors seriously. And, yes. uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So that's the first thing that I wanted to mention. Uh, Pat had a couple things that he wants to talk about today and that's kind of why we're, we're doing this right now. Um, Lana Del Rey has made us very proud in the past couple oh, days. Lana, all right. <laughs> so that's Pat's cue. As if, as if Lana's fans couldn't love her anymore. I'm sure you guys have been seeing all over your Instagram discover pages, all over the Shade Room, all over Twitter, Twitter, any gossip news, gossip celebrity gossip site that. Well, let's start off at the beginning. So Kanye West recently was a musical guest on Saturday Saturday Night Live. Obviously not his first time. He's been there a bunch of times before. But Kanye this year has been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Yeah, so all this new mental illness diagnosis. And he's kind of... Uh, he's also, He's kind of used it as an excuse to act out the way he has, which I'm not saying it's... Not an excuse, but also... He's using it as a crutch. He is kind of using it as a crutch. But anyway, so his most recent um, stunt was over the weekend where he went on SNL and went on a pro-Trump rant, um, threw on a Make a America Great Again hat. God. He just like... It's like now, now that I see anyone in a red hat, I freak out because I'm like... It's really triggering to a lot of people. Yeah. And I don't mean triggering in... Um, in like a disrespectful way like it, it like is like an anger it's actually triggering <laughs> like, like people do actually get really anxious and stressed seeing red well, hats now well yeah well for well yeah, it's 
I mean, the first thing I think of is like, could you imagine taking your own money that you worked for and spending it on that piece of shit? <laughs> like, are you kidding? That's like, I'm already like done. I'm already done with anyone who does that. But anyway, so then he went to Instagram. He posted a picture. I've kind of been on my phone over here, you know, bringing up some tweets, bringing up his Instagram just so I can kind of read directly off of it. But yeah, so basically he posted the picture with Make America Great hat again, which I'm sure many people have seen considering it has over 500,000 likes. Um, <laughs> Some people saw it. Yeah, a few people, more than 20. Um, and the caption reads, this represents good in America becoming whole again. We will no longer outsource other countries. We build factories here in America and create jobs. We will provide jobs for all who were free from prisons as we abolish the 13th Amendment. All right. So. First of the, all, that hat was made in China. Yes. Yeah. The hat <laughs> was most likely outsourced. All right. And so for anyone who has forgotten their elementary school curriculum, which I mean, I'm not mad at you because I did too. But the 13th Amendment reads, neither slavery nor involuntary servitude except as a punishment for a crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted shall exist within the United States. So Kanye West basically got on Instagram and said, create jobs, abolish the amendment that makes slavery, slavery illegal. If you don't see a problem with that statement, then... Maybe this episode's not for you. But yeah, so this is actual real life. This is somebody in a very famous person we all know. We might not all like, but we all know. And he went online and he said this. There's been a a lot of um, retaliation. There's been a lot of, you know, kickback. Well, didn't Kanye say that, uh, what did he say about slavery? He said that slavery was voluntary. Yes, that's what he said. Slave. I I really, like, it's, (laughs) I I don't even want to get started on it. It's, yeah. I I I feel like I'm in some alternate timeline right now. The simulation is glitching. Yeah, the simulation is glitching. Um, so... All right, so long time, right, and this is where Lana Del Rey comes in. To save the day. This is where... This is Captain yeah, Marvel saving is, the day. So, the top comment, most liked comment with more than, okay, 286, over 286,000 likes is Lana Del Rey's comment. So, here's the take. Lana and Kanye were good friends. Lana said, okay, so Kanye West proposed to Kim Kardashian using Lana's song, Young and Beautiful. I love that song so much. It's basically the only reason why I saw that great Gatsby. Um, Lana then sang, I think at their wedding or their engagement party. I think at their wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Free of charge. And when asked, when asked like, you know, like, did you charge Kanye? Lana replied with, no, I would never charge a friend. You know, they once had a beautiful relationship. Before I don't he think, turned into this. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's like that anymore. You guys know. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> you guys know about, you know, me and Lana. Like, we go way back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she would sing for free at your wedding at this uh, point. Oh, I would hope. <laughs> All right. So I, I'm just going to this. I'm just going to read her, you know, her comment. And I'm not going to sit here and kind of really... I'm going to let everyone else decide for themselves what they think about it. Cause there, I feel like 
I don't know. I don't know. Let's just read it. <laughs> All right. So it goes, Trump becoming our president was a loss for the country, but your support of him is a loss for the culture. I can only assume you relate to his personality on some level. Delusions of grandeur, extreme issues with narcissism, none of which would be a talking point if we weren't speaking about the man leading our country. If you think it's all right to support someone who believes it's okay to grab a woman by the pussy just because he's famous, then you need you need an intervention as much as he does. Something so many narcissists will never get because there just isn't enough help for the issue. Message sent with concern that will never be addressed. All right. So th- that's where it begins. This is just the beginning. I love class. Yeah. So then after this, we had good old... Miss Azalea Banks, <laughs> who is oh, always, no. always the voice of reason. <laughs> always. Yeah. So we had her chiming in. And mind you, Lana Del Rey and Azalea Banks are label mates. And they, they're they friends. They're, I'm doing quotation marks, friends. <laughs> <laughs> friends. Um, it's like uh, Regina and, and Gretchen Wieners. Y- they're yeah. friends. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. in the plastics, but. So, know. yeah. So um, after this, Azealia went on bank. Azealia <laughs> went on Twitter in support of Kanye. Azealia is a longtime Trump supporter, so she says. Right. I think so. Yeah. Well, sh- yeah, she has said it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I didn't know if you were asking me. <laughs> I don't follow Azealia Banks because she stresses me out. Oh, she stresses me out too. But I love it. Um, so she gets on Twitter and she starts talking about how. First, she starts talking about Kanye and how she supports him and how, like, we're all we're kind of all getting down on, like, this African-American man with mental illness. If she left it at that, I'd be like, yes, okay. I'd be like, I get that. I completely understand that. And I do think it's unfortunate that, you know, Kanye is in a very public um, position and he is like a victim of mental illness. And I do think that sometimes maybe somebody might need to step in and be like, listen, like we need, you need to get help or like maybe him himself needs to, you know, acknowledge that sometimes he might need help. Um, But then she actually went on to slam Kesha about lying about being sexually assaulted by Dr. Luke. And then she went on (laughs) to Lana saying how Lana abandoned, abandoned her when her own mental illness was acting up and how after Azalea went through this whole situation with Russell Crowe, like hitting her in a club and she went to Lana and Lana just, I'm sorry. It's just so much like Azalea Banks is just so extra. Well, I just think the thing, nobody knows if she's telling the truth anymore. There was a time. Yeah. yeah, No, there was a time where Azalea Banks was honest. I think that time has long gone. Yeah, like 10 years ago. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So she's saying like, you know, she did Lana Del Rey a favor by hopping on her Blue Jeans remix. Girl, nobody listens to that. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Do you think people are listening to Lana Del Rey because Azalea Banks is on her Blue Jeans remix? Nobody listens to a remix Lana Del Rey song unless it was Summertime Sadness and it's because it was on the radio. Exactly. And even real fans don't listen to the remix. Yeah. T. Mm. Um, but yeah, so... That's where we're at now. And I just, I just, so, so what, what, like, after me explaining all that shit, how, oh, oh, wait, she also said that, um, Lana, 
um, can't, Lana won't experience any um, a negative reaction because she has, quote unquote, a vanguard of white feminists behind her. And I said, I looked at that. Well, you know, it's just like, but the weird part about that is that like, you know, what Lana said, really, it didn't have anything to do with feminism at all. Or anything. She literally just, she called him a narcissist. Um, she called him a lot of things just in a really classy way. That's yeah. what a lot of people said. They they liked what Lana said because she didn't really attack him. No, she didn't. Yeah. She just like came for his throat in a very classy manner. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think she kind of just eloquently said what everyone was kind of thinking. And um, yeah, she didn't go for a low, like a low blow or anything. It's not like she attacked. She didn't really attack. She him. didn't curse at him. She yeah. didn't like insult. She didn't really insult him, so to speak. You know, like what she said was a little, you know, like went for the jugular. But I don't think that she like insulted him. She didn't insult really his intelligence or make any harsh remarks or anything i think that it was a really classy response yeah and i was like she i think the worst thing she said was a narcissist called him a narcissist but he's a self-proclaimed narcissist he has a song called like i love kanye uh, there's a <laughs> meme i want to i want somebody to love me as much yeah. as kanye loves kanye yeah i think he made that meme yeah <laughs> i think that's a thing I think Kim says that. Oh, Kimberly. <laughs> oh, Kimberly. Yeah. Well, speaking of, speaking of, actually, this morning on Twitter, I saw that there was um, Kim was describing a fight that she had with Kanye because he wouldn't, she wouldn't get him a band aid. Oh see God, that? yeah. Band aid gate oh, of twenty eighteen. You know, I, I can't wait for the day where the biggest problem in, in my life is not getting my husband a band aid, <laughs> like a skin colored band aid. Yeah, that's. That's <laughs> that's something I want to look uh, forward to. Um, but <laughs> well, I think everyone's kind of waiting on Kim's reaction now, which, in my opinion, I don't think it's kind. I don't think it's super fair. I, I don't think it's fair that people kind of look to Kim to like make sense out of what Kanye says, because she doesn't have to. She's a grown ass woman. She doesn't have to explain what her husband does. She probably doesn't even really agree half the time. Like, yes, yeah, she yeah. obviously is a Trump supporter in her own right, but I don't think she, that she even really understands what he does. <laughs> you know, like, to be fair, like I she think, she probably looks at him at the dinner table and goes, "Are you kidding? so? What do you do for work again?" <laughs> <laughs> well, if you think about it, like she's somewhat more famous than him in some aspects because she's not. Um, drawing negative attention to herself you know he's constantly being well she doesn't address negative attention kanye does kanye reacts kim doesn't it's because kim kim is smart you know and in a lot of ways you know i've always said that kim is smart above anything else and um i just i i don't know there's there's a lot going on here i think me and pat were talking about it and i think that Kanye going on SNL and doing what he did was just way too much, you know, and I'm not saying that just because I don't support Trump, but I think we're at a point here where people just want to have something where they don't have to be reminded of what's going on. And I think it was kind of unfair for Kanye to use SNL as a platform for his brigade of hatred, (laughs) 
You know, I think that people would be mad. You know, people are mad at Colin Kerpenek still, and he hasn't done anything in two years except for be on a Nike ad, which that's Nike. That's not even Colin. And I just think that we're at a point where people just want to enjoy something. You know, I'm not saying let's com- be completely blind or tone deaf to what's going on, but SNL, you know, people watch and they want to laugh and they want to like ignore something for at least an hour of their life. And I think Kanye spewing all of this ridiculousness wearing the MAGA hat and just being him it's totally unnecessary like if he wants to go on Twitter and he wants to do that okay it's his own Twitter he's allowed to do whatever he wants you know even if we don't agree with it you can unfollow you can mute him you can block him you know you kind of have to yeah you can choose not to participate right and you know that sounds really shitty and that's kind of I know that sounds like we're saying turn a blind eye to what's going on or, you know, ignore it, which we're not at all. But well, yeah, I mean, I don't I wouldn't say it's not people ignoring it. I would say it's people more so making their own opinions rather than listening to somebody on TV. That's the thing. It's like when I I didn't watch the SNL episode. I'm, I don't watch SNL. But say I was watching SNL. I had a rough day or I just had a day and I just tuned in to watch maybe it was my maybe snl is my favorite show i sat to watch my favorite show and i want to laugh and then all of a sudden kanye west is showing up in a fucking maga hat and he's preaching about trump you know it's like i just want to have some sort of peace even if it's for an hour you know obviously trump's not going away unfortunately he's not going away right now and it's something that we're all dealing with it's not like any of us are forgetting about it it's not like any of us are trying to ignore it but it would be nice if i could wake up one day and i wouldn't have to be reminded of it just for a day maybe just an hour or 20 minutes you know there we had we had a president we had the same president for eight years and we there were days that there were weeks where I forgot who was the president because nothing ever happened or at least nothing happened that was you know noteworthy or the president wasn't you know trying to make fun of sexual assault or you know be little women or turn over Rovers Wade or anything you know and it was just nice knowing that we only heard about the shit that the president was doing when it was either super good or it was really horrific and we needed to call action to it now we hear about Trump every single fucking day. Like this man does something every day that is so ridiculous, dangerous, or just really confusing. And I just think it's so unfair to thrust that upon people when they're just trying to have a good time for an hour. You know, SNL is an yeah. hour long show. Like why right. do you have to just, I mean, I keep it to Twitter, you know, there's always there's a, yeah that's, that's what you i'm saying no no you can't ignore what's going on in the world but you know entertainment is entertainment in its definition is an escape you know it's something that we look to when we want to escape our own reality whether it's like you know to feel a certain emotion like a drama a comedy whatever an action movie <laughs> <laughs> S- scared in a different way yeah right scared in like a I can't sleep. Yeah, like, oh, there's, like, you know, like a giant octopus monster. Not, (laughs) like... Not not a big orange baby. Yeah, not, like, a real threat with his finger on the button. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so, I know. I think that's... I think a lot of people think that way. I think that 
not to say that everyone shouldn't be political. I think everyone should be political to an extent. And I think everyone should exercise their right to be political and use their amendments correctly and, you know, use their voice to speak out on things they don't agree with and band together. But it, I think it, yeah, I think it is kind of unfair for some, like a, such a high profile celebrity to go on a show, give it that SNL has turned very political and very political in a way they, um, you know, it's, that's what comedy is. Comedy does make light of politics um, but yeah, he kind of, I think it was a surprise, surprise for everybody, not only the audience, but like cast members also. And it's just, yeah, I don't know. In a way it was kind of, uh, it was an ambush. Unfair. Yeah. And I feel like it kind of drew now it's kind of drawing an even bigger divide to, you know, what celebrity and what politician is because that's this is kind of what happens when you have a celebrity who becomes a politician. People forget that Donald Trump was a celebrity before he was a politician. For a long time. If you time. can even call him a politician, he might still be a celebrity. He definitely is still yeah. a celebrity. That's the that's the scary thing is that I I had once made a joke on Twitter like a couple months ago, maybe even a year ago, and I was like, if you were to tell me I would wake up one day and the your fired guy was going to be president, I would have said, you know, just don't wake me up at that point. (laughs) Because it's true. Like, Trump is a celebrity. He's still, to this day, a celebrity. I mean, to some extent, the president is a celebrity. It's the most popular and well-known person, you know, in the world. Everybody knows who the president is, even people outside the country know who the president is even people you know unaffected know who the president is and it's just it's really scary that it's so it's so extreme in every regard like i said i don't think it's fair that kanye just sat there on the snl set and there are probably cast members that don't support trump i mean i'm sure there are cast members that do support trump but for the people that don't it's just so uncomfortable like here you are doing your job you know, trying to entertain people, trying to get a laugh. And then you have somebody coming up and preaching all of this stuff that you may or may not agree with. And it's just, I would be so uncomfortable if I was on that set. It's not fair. It's really not fair. It's not his, he, he has no, SNL is not his, you know, his own Twitter account. That's his. If he wants to preach his garbage, if he wants to preach whatever, that's that's his prerogative. That's his Twitter account. You choose to follow it, you choose to ignore it, you choose to delete, whatever. You you have you have the power to control if you see it. I mean yeah. to an extent. I know sometimes it's hard because people post screenshots on Instagram, on Facebook, their your friends are talking about it. But for the most part, you don't have to see it as much as you know, as humanly possible. Like you can try your best to mute words or mute Kanye or whatever. But when you're just watching TV and you just see somebody in a red hat, you know, talking about slavery, even though they, they mentioned months ago that slavery was apparently a choice. It's like, where are we? Where Where is I Kanye know. at? Yeah. You know, he's, <laughs> he said that George Bush doesn't care about black people, but does Kanye West care about black people? <gasps> yeah, oh that's, that's the tea. <laughs> um, but it's true. You know, Kanye, Kanye said that when George Bush was president. And, you know, everybody was shocked that that was a really shocking thing for him to say. And that was before Kanye was like. But I feel like he was more on the nose then than he is. Like when oh, he absolutely. said that, I, I wasn't, I didn't think like, oh, he's wrong. No, I thought. I agree. Okay, yeah. He has a point, you know. And he said it. And you know what? And, you know, I think that that Kanye was so much more right 
than the Kanye in 2018. I think Kanye saying that was such a huge statement. And I think that it made people think. Or at least, you know, I some think people open think. open conversation. It did because a lot of people probably were questioning like, oh, does George people, does, <laughs> does, does George Bush care about black people? Does George Bush care about minorities? Does George Bush care about anybody? Does George Bush care about the gays? You know, and I, I think it got a lot of people thinking. But now we have Kanye in 2018 who's talking about supporting somebody who I don't think cares about black people. Or care, or clearly doesn't care about gay, trans, or any minority. He cares about cis white men, and that's about it. And obvious, that's very obvious. You know, Trump does not care about women and does not care about anybody else. And I just think it's really strange how we went from a man who said George Bush doesn't care about black people on national television to a man in 2018 saying a man that does not care about black people, minorities, or anybody saying that he supports him. And I'm just like, where did we go wrong here? Especially because yeah. Kanye's talking all about slavery and how it was a choice and, you know, all of these things that have to do with slavery. And I'm like, does Kanye care about slavery? Um, I just think you, you have to, we have, like, you have to trust his fan base and the people who watch him to kind of acknowledge, you know, what's, you know, just make a distinction between right and wrong what they agree with what they disagree with you know it does come down to he is his own person he does have his own thoughts whether we agree with them or not he's gonna say them anyway and that's kanye for (laughs) (laughs) that's kanye it's just oh my god you know i always i I always said about kanye i mean i said this before Disclaimer, I said this before, like, <laughs> all this shit started happening. I said this before 2016. Um, I, You know, Kanye is a fantastic artist. He is not fantastic in the public eye. And he doesn't have to be. You know, he, there, we had, he, uh, we, I feel like sometimes we do put too much pressure on artists to live these dual, you know, there's a difference between making art and being a public persona. I don't know. It's I think it's up I think it's again one of those things that's very subjective and everyone might have a different thought about it. But I, it's it's interesting. Like could we even consider Kanye saying this shit like is this a form of him his expression? <laughs> like what is it? Like what is it? Is he being serious? Is he not being serious? Well, that's the is, thing. Is is this him acting as Kanye? Is Kanye a famous person or persona that he's adopted? Who knows? Who knows? We can only trust what he says. And I don't trust anything he says. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. It's like we were talking about in the car. We were talking about Lana Del Rey and how um, she is stepping away from the Lana Del Rey persona. And she's stepping back into her Lizzie Grant, not persona, but who she is as Lizzie Grant as opposed to Lana Del Rey. And then that argues the question of is Kanye being Yeezus or is he being Kanye? Is he being Yeezy? Yeezy. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's up to interpretation. I just, I really don't, it's hard to say. Like, I want to say I don't think people should take it seriously, but I think it is a serious matter. I think when people do have, when people do reach a large audience like he can, I think sometimes you have, you should be kind of careful with your, you should be careful with your words if you're going to broadcast them and make make them official. You know, I'm, I'm totally about, free speech and i'm not i'm totally against censorship 
and I totally want everyone to express themselves. But, you know. In the right way. I mean, look at Lana. Like, Lana was very articulate with what her response was. And she knew that people would read it. I mean, 200,000 people liked it. So I think that Kanye has this issue where he's not really thinking before he tweets or thinking before he does anything, which is very apparent because when he was um, supporting his new album, he was making all of those really outlandish tweets. And that's when he lost like a million or five million followers. I don't remember how much it was, but he lost all those millions of followers. And that also argued the question was, he just spewing all of this garbage because he was trying to call attention to himself for his new album. And, you know, a lot of people argued that, that he only does this shit when he's promoting something. Yeah. He is releasing a new album next month, actually. Well, there you go. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) That's the thing. That's like, Oh yeah. Well, just, you know, leave it. I'll leave it, leave it up (laughs) to the listener. It's they, it's whatever they, it, it truly comes down to, every person's personal relationship with the person who is saying it you know yeah i don't know it's it's it is it's an interesting time to be alive i didn't think i would ever live through something like this but guess what i am here i am and you know this is a time where people will be reading about it in textbooks and stuff and we're gonna be and they're gonna be like there's no way that happened and i'm gonna say guess what bitch it did. Well, that's like, you know that there's an entire generation of kids that don't know about 9-11? Isn't that terrifying to think about? God. That's wild. Right? Well, Isn't I mean, that wild? I think they're always going to teach it, but like... Well, yeah, but there's... They didn't, a, they didn't live through it. Well, that's what I mean. There's an entire generation oh, that's... A kid who just got hired at my job, at my old job, he was he was 16. He didn't. He actually didn't He didn't live through it. It, it was before he was born. That's crazy to me. Born. I know. I know it is. It, it, it's pretty surreal, but I think that's just getting old. I think we're just getting old. We're just getting fucking old. Yeah, yeah. Like to think that this time, 2016 to, to now at least, it's going to be in a history book one day, yeah. and there are going to be kids that are going to be like, what in the fuck? Yeah. Well, I hope that's what they say. <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, I mean, all right. So I think we covered Kanye pretty well, right? Oh, we definitely covered Kanye. Okay, I I do want to bring up another little funny thing that happened. Funny because I I do love watching. Like I I do love pop culture. I think it's very interesting. I think um, you know, it sets trends and values and styles for all of us whether we whether we choose to acknowledge it or not. But like I love kind of watching celebrity pop culture implode on itself also because mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious. So, and I like when celebrity pop culture kind of has, (laughs) I mean, this, I guess this kind of relates, but has like somewhat, um, real world implications. (laughs) So I do want to, we're going to go back to Azalea Banks for a second. Please go back to Azalea Banks. So Azalea Banks recently is, 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 is getting blamed for Elon Musk getting fired from his own company. Because she went on that rant about like being trapped in his mansion while he was high on acid and talking to like people who live in his town about like all these new prototypes he has coming out and like just talking about a crazy talking about a crazy shit. And then he got on Twitter and like Grimes was trying to take his phone away from him and he was acting all types of crazy. 
and like his the stock plummeted like bad like the stock plummeted because of it and now he got fired from his own company because azalea Banks started posting screenshots of it on her instagram and now he's being investigated by the sec which i need to google hold on <laughs> so the sec is actually stands for oh securities and exchange commission all right so it ain't good (laughs) so his stock is plummeting he got fired from his own company he broke up with his girlfriend he smoked a bun on joe rogan's podcast and his investors were really mad so it's been a hell of a couple months for elon musk but i don't know it's just uh, to me i think it's so funny and like you know what I can think it's funny because he's still a billionaire. Right. I don't care. I'll, I'll I don't care about his misfortune. Oh my god. I'm just kidding. Of course I do. Of course I do. But yeah, so that happened also. So technically what this episode has come down to is Azealia <laughs> Banks is just out here shitting on people. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I guess that's what she does now. Good for her. <laughs> Good for her. Oh my god! But, um, and Lana's got new music coming out. Oh, uh, Lana released two new songs. She got new music coming out. She's working with Jack Antonoff, who, for me, I don't really like his music specifically. But when he works with other pop stars, I, he makes magic. <laughs> he does. He yeah. really does. Like the whole like melodrama was incredible, and uh, you know this new Lana album coming out is, I know it's gonna be doing it for me. So yeah, I'm excited excited about that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm an idiot, and I was working on finishing this episode because when me and Pat uh, recorded this a couple of days ago. Um, we didn't really finish, finish it. It kind of just trailed off. Um, I was going through a lot in my mind that day when he was here and I kind of just wasn't present in the moment. I don't know if it comes across, but it just, um, I was dealing with a lot that day just specifically. And the episode kind of just, um, you know, I played out the way that it played out and we just kind of sat there after the last thing that he had said. And we just kind of stared at each other and said, is, is this it? Are we, are we done? And, um, I didn't want to throw the episode away because I liked a lot of things that Pat said. And it's funny because we recorded this episode, I think like maybe a week and a half ago. Um, I'm posting it today. It's the 14th. I think we recorded it like the beginning of October or whenever it was. And, um, since this was recorded, Taylor Swift has made her first and only political statement. And it's just so funny that uh, Pat and I were talking at Outback. I, I don't remember anything that's in this episode. I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. It's just the brain space I was in just made no sense. But um, I know we were talking about it at Outback and we were talking about Taylor Swift. And I was like, you know what? Good for her. You know, if she doesn't want to talk about politics she shouldn't be required to I mean I've talked about this in the past with Taylor Swift and it was just so funny because now all of Twitter all of my friends you know everybody's uh everybody's really excited and Taylor Swift speaking up has actually caused a lot of voter registrations and everybody's been super super like yes Taylor Swift finally so it's actually really funny that we recorded this and I'm coming back to do the outro for you guys because I 
lost the original outro because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, but the the original outro was just Pat saying bye. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I did want to say that since the recording of this episode, Taylor Swift has spoken out about um, politics and it was super crazy that it happened right after we recorded this, like maybe three days after we recorded, she spoke up on Instagram. So I'm really excited to see what happens and I want to see if she says anything else, if other celebrities or anybody else tends to speak up because they're following her lead. But it was just really cool and I'm glad that I got to um, end the episode with that and on a better note. Before I go, um, I was asking for music recommendations from a bunch of friends and Alaria, um, add that to your montage of how I say your name. Um, she had recommended me this artist. Her name is Adrian Laker linker, and she's just like super sad and I'm really into it. And she's from New York. So obviously we're soul sisters and I really like this song. Um, she recommended it to me. It's called out of, out of your mind. And it's just one of those like Nora Jones kind of feeling sad songs, but it just kind of rips you apart in the feels. And it actually just came out. The record that it's on is called Abyscus. It came out this month. I'm not sure what date it came out, but it's only the 14th. So I'm sure that it came out either last week or maybe it came out yesterday. I'm not sure, but it's, um, it's a really good record. Like I said, it's super sad, but I think that we all need a little sad sometimes, especially when we're trying to heal. I think that pouring salt in the wound sometimes actually does help when it comes to music. And I know that sounds really strange, but hey, it is what it is. So before I play it for you guys, I want you to know where you can find me. Um, you can really f- find everything you need to know on rebelheartspodcast.com. But I do have um, Zine 2 is now officially restocked. There's a couple of pages in there that have been updated with a lot of newer friends that I've made. And I'm really proud of it. There's so much cool stuff that's that's going on in there. I'm really proud of that one. I I do love Zine 3 with all my heart, but Zine 2 was like one of the first things that I did that I was like, yes, all of my friends are in this. I love this and I'm just super proud of it. And I can't believe that it sold out twice. I think it is. So this is the third restock of it and I'm super proud of it. And I hope that one day I get to make a Zine 4, but we'll, we'll see. Um, you guys can find me on Twitter, which is Rebel Hearts Girl. Instagram for now is Sam is Socks. And you guys can email me for anything. I've been getting a lot of cool submissions and a lot of cool um, YouTube video links. I just got a YouTube video link for um, a Halsey interview for her song Without Me. And I think that I'm going to do something with that um, at a later date. Uh, definitely check out that song. I've been listening to it a lot. I love the music video for it. I think Halsey is putting out such good content. I think that it's really raw and real. And as she said, she's, you know, that song is Ashley. It's not Halsey. And I think that that's really fucking cool. And the video is just, it's art. So keep sending stuff my way because I definitely pay attention to it. And I love hearing from you guys. It's really humbling and really nice. So make sure that you email me at rebelheartspodcast at gmail.com. Even music suggestions. I love music suggestions. Obviously, I'm always looking for them and I want to play whatever you guys want to listen to or whatever you think that people should listen to. So that's all I have for you guys today. I will see you at the front. Here's Adrian Linker. It cannot be 
Tonight.